<laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partner, Shane Manila. Hey, I'm at Shane is the worst. At uh, Shane is the worst on Twitter. <laughs> there was no S this time with partners. Uh, tonight... <laughs> <laughs> just us, which we found out about like 20 minutes ago, because uh, apparently it's Jeremy's wife's birthday tomorrow, so he ended up having to go camping. So, uh, it's just me and you tonight. I know. Uh, let's go, man. It's Thursday Night Football. Got a little Eagles game going on. Watching to see if the uh, refs are going to screw the Eagles on this interception. That's clearly an interception. Um, <laughs> it really blows because I want to be watching this game too, but in my podcast room, I don't have TV set up in here, so I can't see it. But I am seeing my scores update with my Brady touchdowns. You want to know the one thing that really annoys me about uh, the NFL, right? With the with the what do you call that? The instant replay. Yeah. Instant replay. What? Um, if if it takes longer than looking at it four times. It can't be clear and convincing, right? Right. So whatever the call is, you just got to stick with the call. You can't look at something for an hour and a half, like there's a Pruder film, and go, all right, well, yeah, if you look at it from that angle, upside down, and then squint your eyes, it's clearly, you know, the other thing. Like, if it takes more than a minute and a half, two minutes, just uphold the call. Well, isn't the whole, uh, uh, I guess the original premise it's even called instant replay. Wasn't the original premise for it just to be able to fix a call that should not have been made if it's quick enough to notice? Like you right. just said, if you have to spend right. all this time to analyze it. And and the other thing is, if you look at a whole bunch of different camera angles and you go, well, this one kind of shows that it's not right. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. no, that, that shouldn't be what the point is. Exactly. I wonder what the original intent was when they called it instant replay. But, you know, the other thing is, too, for everybody listening right now, um, if you're not one of our Patreons, you might have been wondering where our episode was last week. And uh, we actually did our first Patreon-only week of episodes last week, correct? This is correct. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about it. I know because a couple of people asked me, hey, where was the episode? <laughs> yeah, no, I got, I got a few DMs and I just let people know. I said, yeah, no, we didn't. Um, look, one of the things we've talked about is we're going to make sure that our patrons know just not by us saying that we love them, that we love them. Cause you know, you got to do more than just say you love people. Like you have to, <laughs> it's about the actions. So, you know, every once in a while, uh, however often it ends up being, we're not going to release um, uh, just a regular iTunes episode or, you know, uh, an episode to the masses. We're just going to release one for our patrons. You know, just yeah. Sometimes we'd like to spend a little more time with them. And it's no offense to everybody else. It, it also worked out perfect because we had talked about it this past summer to do stuff like this. And it just worked out perfect last week because I was out of town in, uh, where the hell was I? Oh, I was in San Antonio. So we actually did the show from the from my hotel room. But uh, it actually went over pretty well and our patrons loved it. And I just wanted to let people know that because I know a couple people reached out to me as well and you said to yourself. But um but we're back tonight. We do have some news. We have a gosh, we have a crap ton of trades to talk about. But before we get to our news, who's our news brought to you by? Oh, the news is brought to you by underdogfantasy.com. At underdogfantasy.com, use promo code TRADESH, 
Q. Sign up today. Uh, they've got some mid-year best ball. I think actually today was the cutoff, but they do have some best ball for NBA and for NHL. Um, and plus, you know, they have weekly games and they have pickums. And uh, it's a little annoying because I'm in Pennsylvania and you can't do pickums. But uh, so what happens is, is I always forget this, and I go in and I make my selections, and then I try to, you know, I try to play. And it says, well, no, you live in a state that doesn't allow this, so suck it. So if you don't love, live in Pennsylvania, um, play some pick'em games on uh, underdogfantasy.com. It's pretty so wait, awesome. So just to be clear, you're saying there's things that you can do on there, but then there's things you can't do as well? Yep. Okay. I, I wasn't aware of that. I, I just want to tell everybody, we did this a couple weeks ago. We did our show on Thursday, and we're doing it again tonight. I'm looking at Shane. His head. I'm looking, you know, a lot of times when we do these Zoom things, we look at each other's faces. I am looking at the under part of Shane's chin all night because he's looking up, watching the football game, shaking his head, kind of upset. Did something happen bad that you don't like? Uh, interception. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't even know. Um, <laughs> well, then let's go back to the news. Uh, you know, with news-wise, we always talk about it, especially when we do our show on Thursday nights. A lot of people have already talked about the things that happened during the week. But there seemed to be a lot of running back injuries and running back IRs this week. So even though everybody knows people like uh, Barkley are out and CEH and Montgomery – but there's still players that are involved in these stories that we thought maybe it'd be a little interesting to talk about. We did. Well, I mean, you got you got a uh, good old Damian Williams in Chicago, right? Damian Williams going to Chicago is going to step right in. Oh wait, no, he's not. He's, he's on the COVID list. Um, so Khalil Herbert, who actually had more rushing attempts and out snapped Damian Williams last week. Yeah. Um, is going to be basically the only back they have. Um, he's going to be the starter. So, you know, if you're wondering today why you kept seeing email alerts from MFL about guys picking up Ryan Nall uh-huh. and Artavius something or another, I don't even remember his last name, or that might be his last name. Just Artavius, I think. He's like Madonna. Uh, just <laughs> by the one name. If you saw that. That's because uh, Damian Williams looks like he's going to miss this week with COVID. And uh, Herbert's going to get the start. They didn't use Herbert at all in the passing game. He had no targets last week. Um, but I, I got a feeling that'll change this week since he's going to be the starting running back. And they're going to have to throw him the ball at least once or twice, you would think. Even though Chicago doesn't like passing the ball, they've only averaged uh, 19 pass attempts a game with uh, Justin Fields back there playing uh, the quarterback position. I do want to say this also. There's going to be a couple extra uhs tonight from Shane because he's talking and watching at the same time. I do remember a couple seasons ago, there was a there was a week where everybody was picking up Ryan Nall. Um, I guess something must have happened that week too, and everybody picked him up, and then they dropped him the next week. Um, yeah, and that's – I mean, look, that's what's likely to happen again now, right? Because Ryan Nall, whatever, you, you have him when you're like – I can't imagine you're, you're starting him. Um, and if you are, I mean, I know there's buys started this week. We got five yes. teams on buy, I think. And there are a just boatload of injuries. Yes. Um, so maybe someone has to stick them in and I, I shouldn't act uh, better than them because <laughs> I, there's many, many, many leagues where I'm going, all right, I guess I'm starting Ramondre Stevenson this week. Um, oh yeah. I saw you do a trade to get him too. the best part. Wait a second. I think the funniest part of you doing a trade for Ramondre Stevenson was that. 
Then in our Patreon chat, a few minutes later, you said, no, that's too much for me. I don't need more of him. So I guess other people in our Patreon chat saw you do a trade. So then they started sending you trade offers. Yeah, Scott, our buddy Scott from Dynasty and Chill, also Mannequin Chill, which uh-huh. I know is with him. Um, yeah, he saw me make a, a Ramon J. Stevenson trade in one league. I think I gave up a third, um, which is about as much as I'm willing to uh, spend. Um, and then he sent me an offer for him in another league where he wanted me to give up McCole Hardman for him. Uh, and uh, I just couldn't bear to give up an actual other player for him. Right. So giving up the pick was fine, but you didn't want to give up a player. Yeah. I, I, look, McCole Hardman is worth more than a third to me because there's going to be some week when I have to stick him in there that he's going to accidentally do well. Like last week, he had 12 targets. And uh, this week, Tyreek Hill's banged up, didn't practice today. So who knows? Maybe maybe McCall will have a big breakout uh, week this this week. I think you said it um, where you said if you're going to have to start like Ryan Nall, you're in bad shape. And then you you kind of doubled back a little bit because you said all these different things. And I and I think it's true though with the with the buy starting this week and the amount of injuries. There's a lot of people that are starting players that. You know, we make jokes in the offseason that, oh, by week 12, 13, you're going to be starting this guy or that guy. I mean, we're only in, what, week six now? And yeah. and we're starting players that were on waiver wires in a 16-team <laughs> Superflex league, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, I've got, and I, I joked about it in the uh, the Patreon, I've got way more Khalif Raymond starting <laughs> than anyone should ever have. And... Like, this is partly of what happens when you're playing in leagues. Like, I'm just looking at some of my leagues now that are, you know, start 13, start 16. Um, I'll look at this one. It's a rebuilding team, (laughs) Ming Dynasty. Um, Our friend Katie's in that league. Um, Katie. I'm starting, among other people, I'm starting um, OJ Howard tonight, which is hilarious because he scored a touchdown. Yeah, that's awesome. Not just (laughs) – yeah, not just O.J. Howard. I'm also starting his tight end backfield mate, uh, Cameron Bright. Oh, you're starting both of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know you know what is funny? In HQ1, which we talk about all the time on this show, so even people that aren't part of our patrons or the show know about this 16-team league, I actually had to start somebody that I picked up this afternoon named Marcus Johnson with Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Good old Marcus Johnson. Yeah, but you know what's great about Marcus Johnson? He was literally available in all 13 of my leagues this morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I don't feel like looking it up, to be quite honest with you. Not for Marcus Johnson. I'm not going to put that type effort out. <laughs> but I believe he was just uh, promoted from the taxi squad a couple weeks ago. He was, uh, if I remember correctly, he was a Eagles camp player one time. Um, and now I'm going to look it up. Okay. I picked him up because in HQ1, it's impossible to find players to play. But I had I had bye weeks and injuries, so I needed something. And, you know, you made fun of me in the beginning of the season that my team is going nowhere. But I'm in the top part of this, this league. So I was like, I don't want to have a blank space. So I'll stick nah. somebody in there. Um, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just... I'm, I'm pretty sixth, smart. By the way, I'm sixth place, by the way. I know. I know. I, know <laughs> I, uh, I lost Juju in that league and not feeling great about it. Um, but then I traded him. Um, yeah, Marcus Johnson, real quick. He was actually just promoted from the taxi squad this week. Um, probably be going back down, though, because it looks well, like wait. AJ Brown. He played mm-hmm. last week. He played. He did. That's what I mean. You he said was, this well, week. That's what so. I'm saying. Well, oh, I meant okay. like before the game. 
but it looks like uh, Julio is going to be playing this week. So he might get uh, no more run, but yes, yes, he did start with the Eagles. Actually, he played eight games for them. Excuse me. He played 14, 10 games. Any of these numbers is correct. (laughs) Any of these numbers. Eight, 14, 10. You're just like any numbers. Um, he, uh, he played 10 games with them and had eight targets, uh, way back in 27. Okay. Well, like I said, it was better than having a zero in one of my leagues. And you know, when you were talking about start, gosh, you said, what did you say? Start 16, start 14, stuff like that. You know, we, we have our, our listener leagues where there's either start 10 or start 11. And in the start 11 teams, it's, it's hard to start somebody. So you really have offensive only leagues where you start like 13, 14 players? 13. Yeah. I'm actually in three leagues like that. Wow. That's a lot. So with, with bye weeks and injuries, you are starting the Ryan Nalls and the, the Derek Gores of the, of I don't the world. think Derek Gores is a real person. Is that, I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, well, we didn't get to that part. You only talked about David Montgomery, but, uh, you know, CEH being out and Barkley being out, there are players that are being picked up off of waiver wires, and Derek Gore is one of the ones that people are picking up. I don't even know who that is. I'm assuming he's in Kansas City. He's on Kansas City. He was on their taxi squad, and they promoted him today. And uh, even on, on SiriusXM, when I was listening to it, they were saying, I don't believe he's related to Frank, but maybe he is. That's what somebody said I mean, on the radio. Honestly, you could say that he is, and no one could tell you you're wrong because absolutely no one knows who he is. Like Frank Gore wouldn't know if he was related. To him. <laughs> well, he um, he was on the taxi squad or the practice squad for Kansas City. He was promoted today, so that's why I was saying. So there, people were looking. I'm sure not too many people were looking at him, but they were also looking at. Um, Oh shit! I blanked out his Darryl name. Daryl Williams. No, no, no. I know Daryl no. Williams, but Jarek who's the McKinnon? other? One? No, Jarek McKinnon's already there. I'm sorry. Uh, there Elijah. Was, yes, Elijah. I was going to say Elijah, but I can't think of his last name. Elijah. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> we liked him when he was with the Jets. We thought that he was going to be something, uh, and he wasn't. But he has a pulse, so we have to pick him up. Right. So that's what I was going to say. So these players are being picked up, but but you're saying it's. Just- it's just terrible. Elijah Moore. Uh, uh, nope, Elijah nope, Moore. nope, nope. Elijah McGuire. Elijah McGuire, <laughs> who was on their team in the offseason, and he was on their team last year, so he knows their offense. So that's another player that people were picking up because it's possible he'll get some run, maybe, you know. Um, I mean, look at Damian Williams. You, everybody was like, oh, Damian Williams is a person. And then he gets a COVID list. And now all of a sudden we care about Khalil Herbert. So, no, no, no. I mean, you could definitely, there's a reason that you could at, have to care for Elijah uh, McGuire. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it probably doesn't look, it's probably not going to end well is all I'm saying. Uh, he has a career uh, rushing yards uh, average of 3.3 <laughs> yards per attempt, but which see- isn't great. But see, in my mind, all these players are the kind of guys that you just take a shot in the dark right now. What the hell? You've got you've got the end of your roster spots for players like this. And who the hell knows? Maybe all of a sudden he plays really good this weekend and then and then you get a couple weeks out of him. I don't know. Look, I'm just making fun of these guys. I'm more making fun of us that this is who we have to start because I I won't pretend that I won't pick Elijah McGuire up. Exactly. What do you think I'm gonna do? Like I'm doing it during the show as I'm making fun of him. <laughs> I'm picking him up right now. And I'm telling myself, well, you know, if uh, Daryl Williams goes down and then Jarek McKinnon goes Which down. Which is what I just said. 
Yeah. Not only this guy is super viable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jalen Hurts is a terrible passing quarterback. Oh, my um, God. I love he is, <laughs> he is just an absolute train wreck as a quarterback throwing the ball. This is the kind of stuff you are. You are literally you had three different thoughts going at one time. You're watching the game. You're hearing what I'm saying and then taking it as your <laughs> Thing and then picking up the players while you're doing it. I just think that's fucking hilarious. Oh, hey, whatever. Um, and then what about with Barkley? It, it, Booker is the guy, but who's behind Booker? Oh, uh, we got Gary Brightwell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who was a rookie this year? So most likely in dynasty leagues, he's already on people's rosters. Uh yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't know because he. I, well, let me look him up. Hold on. <laughs> I think he might have been undrafted. But he was a rookie, rookie, though. Yeah, he's a rookie. Sure about that? Yeah, because I have him on, on two of my rosters. You drafted him on purpose? Uh, listen, do you remember what happened? I traded away all my great picks. I had fours and fives in all these freaking rookie drafts. No, so, he's a six-round draft pick in the, 19, in the 2021 draft. Yeah. See, so I was taking running backs with those fourth and fifth round draft picks because that's what we always talk about, that maybe the, the fourth string, fifth string running back is going to play. So, so here's, yeah. here's my thinking with the New York Giants, right? <laughs> They're running back. That was funny. Um, Saquon Barkley is an elite megastar super talent. And he's been just usable in a few games this year. Right. Devontae Booker is going to get the full run, and he'll probably be slightly above usable or slightly below whatever. Okay, significantly below what Barkley was. Let's call Barkley. He was at least an RB2. He had RB1 upside. Booker's going to have RB2 upside. If we get to Gary Brightwell, (laughs) I think we're looking at like, no, like – it's not, don't, I mean, I know you have to start someone because you can't em- use an empty space and, you know. But but that's the point. Isn't a 2.3 better than a zero? I mean, maybe is, that 2.3 helps you win. There have been running backs and other players that have given us negative points and then left the field. Too. Yes, yes. I'm but not I saying mean, it happens often, but it, it can happen. Look, we've, we've talked about it in the past with Kyle Juszczyk, you know? He's the kind of guy that you stick in when you have no other choice. And then all of a sudden, he gets you like four points in a game, and then you're happy, you know? It happens. But that's the kind of thing that I always end up doing with those late-round rookie picks that I have left. Which, by the way, uh, we're going to talk about some trades, because there were some trades on this show sheet. And a lot of them deal with rookie picks. And when you made the joke a couple weeks ago about, oh, yeah, those fours, they're meaningless or threes or whatever, you know, to me, in my mind, I just use them on running backs all the time. I know Jeremy is so fond of saying how he uses them on quarterbacks, but uh, I like to use them on running backs because you just never know. And, um, you know, part of the thing I was doing when I was trading for Ramondre Stevenson in uh, (laughs) one league, he wasn't the only running back I was sending out offers on. Like, there was Damian Williams I was sending out offers on, which is, again, bad process. I should have already had him, and I didn't, whatever, in a couple leagues. Um, But, yeah, I I was just sending out, like, speculative uh, offers on guys that I'm like, all right, one more guy goes down, then suddenly this guy can be worth something, and I won't feel, you know, I give up a third or a fourth now. I'm not going to remember if I just cut this guy in three weeks because he never gets to play, but I'm going to remember if he hits and I'm going to tell everybody <laughs> that I know 
that, hey, I was smart and traded a third round draft pick for this guy in week six because I just knew this was going to happen. And that's the kind of bullshit that we talk about, how there's no accountability for a lot of people unless you do something good. Nobody talks about the bad stuff. But uh, I've never personally, I've never done anything wrong in fantasy. <laughs> um, I believe I had Baker Mayfield ranked as QB 27 oh, yeah. and at you, one point. Oh, wait. Jalen yeah. Rager. Jalen Rager is not my header <laughs> on my Twitter account. Um, Wait, you're lobbing it to me. You're lobbing it to me. You spent all your waiver money on Josh Adams in week one. <laughs> spent all my money on Josh Adams in a 16-team week. Again, let's let's put that out there. 16-team start 11. So the waivers yeah. were barren. I know. I'm just kidding. But I, I, at this point, these are the kind of things that you have to do. And it's funny when you talk about Stevenson, though. There was a point in the offseason. I don't recall if it was close to the draft or if it was later on in the draft um, draft process. He was actually getting drafted pretty high in some of those rookie drafts we were in. He was going like in second round in some of the drafts. There was a point where people talked other people into that he should be higher than he is. So you getting him with a third right now, you know, that's something that could work um, or not. Who knows? Uh, with running back, it's just ridiculous every single time anyways. Um, and with wide receivers, we have, we've, we've always felt that the wide receivers have a longer lifespan and, and you can do more with those wide receivers. And then even they're getting hurt a lot this year, including Juju, like Juju's out for the year, right? Hey, Juju is <laughs> Look at your he's, sad face. He's, he's literally done. Cause he, well, Juju, I, he, I think, did I have him as the wide receiver one in dynasty at one point? I think, I, I don't know. I know you liked him and I know that you were high on him, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I was super high on him after obviously the 1400 yards or whatever it was. in his, I believe his second season looked like he was going to be a stud. AB left. He really sucked <laughs> last year. Last year, he actually wasn't as bad as everyone thinks he was. I mean, his dot was really low. They were using him as like a glorified running back. But he had a good targets, decent uh, amount of receptions. It's just he thought he needed some, you know, so a better quarterback play because Ben, ben Roethlisberger can't throw to quarterbacks. Or, excuse me, Ben Roethlisberger can't throw <laughs> to wide receivers further than four yards down the field. Um, this has got to be his last year, doesn't it? It's, yeah. It's just, it has to be. I can't imagine it's not unless he just does a complete 180 between now and the end of the year. Um, I actually traded Ben Roethlisberger away in a, a league tonight with a buddy of ours, Graham Barfield. Oh. Uh, I gave up Ben Roethlisberger, and I got um, <laughs> Devontae Parker in a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a super flex league. So uh, Graham is literally had no healthy quarterbacks. Like Russell Wilson was his last quarter healthy quarterback. Oh, and this is, yeah. And this is one of those start. Um, it's like start 13. Like I'm start, I'm going to start. I was going to start Will Disley this week. Okay. So yeah, I will take Devonte Parker over, over Will Disley. Cause that's what it comes down to. Cause I had three, besides that, I have three other starting quarterbacks. I have Lamar, or excuse me, I have Patrick Mahomes, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and then Taylor Heineke, Heineken. The problem, though, with Devonta Parker, and this is something that, you know, some people may not be aware of because, look, I was in Texas last week and I didn't realize it, but there's a a, a 930 game this this week, or 930 Eastern Standard Time. The Dolphins are playing on Sunday morning. And as of right now, it says Devonta Parker's not playing. 
So that's one of those kind of things. If you're counting on a dolphin on Sunday, you need to be aware really early Sunday morning whether you need to change him out or not. Yeah, I think, but he flew there. Um, but that doesn't so mean he's going to Well, I guess. I said, I guess that's true. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play. I mean, but it's I better guess. than if he didn't fly there. Well, that's. If he didn't fly there, then we know he's definitely not playing. <laughs> well, of course. That would definitely be a tip off that he's not playing if he's not on <laughs> the plane. Yeah, that would be his first clue is that he didn't travel with the team to the, uh, to where they're playing. It's always the first clue. <laughs> well, hey, I do have that, that in the back of my. <laughs> In my back pocket, like I mentioned last week during the Patreon-only show, you know, you can always pick up that Kendall Hinton guy from Denver because, especially in MFL, he's he's listed as a quarterback, even though he's playing wide receiver. So if you really are in a hard spot and you don't have a quarterback, you can put him in your quarterback spot. And Is gets he, a, he's still listed as a quarterback? He's still listed as a quarterback, yeah. I have him in three of my leagues. And last yeah, week, I, I know he scored like 10.5. He scored I know you still like MFL, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, MFL is f***ing trash. It, it is just absolute garbage. They have guys that are actually rostered on NFL teams still listed as free agents. Oh, my gosh. Come on, man. I, and not for like... Not for like, oh, okay, he just got promoted from the taxi squad. Like, dudes that have been, like, active for, like, two, three weeks, they still have him listed as free agents. Like, come on, MFL. You're fucking taking $5 from every fucking person that plays in your league. Can update your shit a little better. <laughs> well, there's all my bleeps for the Patreon show right there. Um, you, you know what is interesting, though, about that? There is a player that... I have actually seen a lot of controversy going on on Twitter, in group chats and everything, based exactly on what you're talking about. And that's Corderell Patterson. You know, Corderell Patterson on MFL is still listed as a wide receiver. Everywhere else, he's listed as a running back. He's been a running back now for two years on that team. And they still haven't updated it. And I've seen people really getting angry about that on the internet. Well, on Twitter mostly. I mean, I don't. Well, I don't mean on the internet. Like, uh, there's Google searches for it, but yes, on like, Twitter, it would be pretty funny <laughs> if there was like just a page you could go to where it's like Fuck you, MFL Cordell Patterson. <laughs> no, I mean in the dynasty community. Put it that way, in the dynasty community. Um, but that also leads me to a question I had for you, based on him. He's. A strange one, you know, because we talk about wide receivers, we talk about running backs, we talk about okay, you you get these guys as rookies. After a couple of years, he doesn't, they don't do anything. You you move on from him. But I've been in my home league, dynasty league. We're now, I believe, going into our ninth year or eighth year, one of the two. And Cordero Patterson was a rookie the year we started, and uh, and I liked him then, but. You know, it never really happened. So now here he is as a running back. He's playing really well this year as a running back. And in a league that I'm in, there was actually a controversy that happened today where somebody, I wanted to ask you how you feel about this. How do you feel about somebody calling somebody out on trade offers? Like, do you mean? Like if somebody sends somebody an offer that they believe is not good one way or the other, and then copying it and putting it out in the group chat for the league and saying, look at this fucking trade that so-and-so sent me. How do you feel about that? I mean, so just in general, I mean, this goes back to whole life practices, right? Like I'm not an asshole. So (laughs) I 
I act, you know, I play an asshole on television, but <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to offend people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Um, I guess that's how I would put it. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it in the chat. Now that said, I will redact all the names and then go um, put it in our patron chat and go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and in our patron chat, sometimes like I'll be like, well, you know who makes the worst offers in that league? And then we'll all, but it's, it's more in fun. You know what I mean? Right. So like in jest and fun, I'm fine with it. I mean, but quite frankly, I, I don't care either way. Um, if, if so, I wouldn't do it because I'm not, a, I don't, I just think it's mean um, or it could be construed that way. But if you want to do it, whatever, you know, you do it. If you don't want your offers out there, don't make them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. Like, if you don't want people blasting you over shit offers and, and putting them in into the social groups or whatever, then don't make bad offers. Well, it's funny because I, I personally would not want to insult anybody or call somebody out like you say or make somebody feel bad about it and there used to be a time where i would be concerned when that happens you know i'd be like oh gosh i don't want everybody to be mad at each other but uh whatever it doesn't have anything to do with me but in in this league that i'm talking about somebody sent somebody else an offer of evan ingram for Corderell patterson and the guy who has Cordell Patterson just blasted the other guy in the group chat about how horrible and awful this trade is and all this kind of stuff. And no, no. well, first of all, here's a funny Cordell Patterson story. And it's just, it's in one of our leagues, HQ five, um, that fantasy guy. What up, bro? He, um, <laughs> he sent me an offer for Cordell Patterson. I forget what it was. And then I countered with like, it just uh, way too much. Um, and he responded back. He was like, no, nah, no, thanks. I'll just wait until your runs out until you're, you've given up on this season and then trade for him. And I thought it was hilarious. I put I that, saw in, that. Yeah, I yes. put in there. That's funny. But anyway, back to the original story. Sorry. No, that's okay. But my, my question to you was, first of all, whether you agree with doing that. Second of all, do you believe that that trade offer is worthy of being put on blast for something like that? Um, no, I mean, it's not a good trade offer. Um, I, there's absolutely no reason for me as the Patterson, the guy that has Patterson to trade him for Evan Ingram. Like th the point is I'm trying to flip him for a better asset. So a second, you know what I mean? Multiple seconds, something like that. Fine. I, I like Evan Ingram. I, I keep going back to him on, uh, when we do fantasy intervention on Wednesday nights, I keep saying that he's going to finish in the top 10 because we have to pick a tight end outside of the top 20. That's going to do it. And I keep hoping it's going to be him and it's never him. Um, all that said, no, I mean, it's not, we've seen much worse offers and I've made much worse offers this week, this week. <laughs> well, I mean, and especially for me, I think I have said it since day one of doing, dynasty period in in my home league there was a there we when we started doing dynasty we had never done it before we had done some keeper leagues or whatever but the fact that you get to keep these players forever and all this kind of stuff i think everybody has a different opinion of what a player's value is and if one person thinks that somebody somebody's value is more or less than another person i don't think it's right to call them out on it now granted if you send somebody a player that's like 
not in the NFL or on a taxi squad or whatever for a starting guy. That's one thing. But these guys that are in the middle of the road where they're good one week and not weak or whatever, I don't think that anybody's should be blasting each other. That being said, I like what you said where if it's a joke, if it's funny, if you guys are having a good time with it, I think that's fine. I think that this all should be fun. And I do feel like a lot of the leagues that we're in, some people take some of it way too seriously and they need to take a step back and try to have fun with it. And look, I, I, I ain't got no problem. I ain't got no problem. I don't have a problem with anyone that takes it very seriously. I don't. Um, like, I want to win. Like, you know, even the leagues that I, I don't win in and I joke about it, I'm still mad. Like, I want to win. You know what I mean? And like, I'll joke about losing by a point. Like, ah, oh, that's funny. Like really inside. I'm like, I wish I could come over to your house and stab you in the throat. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, I don't know about stabbing in the throat, but I will say this. The police heard that by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you and I did a trade this week. Okay. We talked about it last week on the Patreon only show. You had sent me an offer live while we were doing the Patreon only show. Then we, the, the next day I was out of town and I sent you a counter and you accepted it. And right along the lines of what you're talking about, when I accepted it, there was, or I, I countered you and you accepted it. When you accepted it, there was a, a, a message in our Patreon chat saying, wow, what a trade. And you said, yeah, it's Christmas. And then you guys were like talking about how happy you were about the trade. And I think that's also the same thing as, as like joking around and making fun of trades. And for me, I didn't care one <laughs> way or another. I wasn't upset by it. I was happy with the trade. And it works that same way where if both parties are happy, then who cares what other people think? Yeah. I mean, I mean as long as it doesn't look, I don't think uh, Evan Ingram, Cordell Patterson trade is going to affect the balance of power in the league. But even, even a bad trade, like where someone gets absolutely smoked and absolutely just just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Bamboozled in a trade generally isn't going to just completely flip the power of the league. Uh, yeah. Just of that one bad trade. I think the only time that happens is if it's like blatant collusion where it's like, right. uh, here's CMC for Raymond Khalif, you know, <laughs> or something like that, you know, that would be, that would be a bad trade. <laughs> but I mean, even though you have least, him starting in a lot of leagues tonight, <laughs> yeah, at least Khalif Raymond's playing. Though, right? Well, that's true. That's true. You know, I heard, I heard on, um, on the radio today, somebody was suggesting that even though CMC is probably the best all around running back in fantasy and in NFL, they were, they were talking right about, now? yeah, well, no, no, I'm yeah. saying they were, they were saying that he is, but they were saying that last year he got hurt. And when he came back, he got hurt right away again. And they're saying that what if this year again, he's out, he's hurt. And then he comes back and he gets hurt again. So is his extreme value lost now, or is he yeah. somebody that you should be looking to move now or not you can't move him right now because he's going to be at depressed value if you can get what you basically could have gotten him for him before the season i'd make that deal okay if but somebody- wait but wait 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 wait. hold on yes there'll be a depressed value but if you believe that he comes back and then it's going to keep being depressed 
don't you still reach out to try to see if you could get something now? Obviously, you're not going to get multiple, multiple firsts or whatever, but do well, you think it's worth trying to do something now? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see your point there is that his value, especially the way I'm talking about him, I think his value is going to keep decreasing. Right. But I think what people are going to hope is that he comes back and he gets a little bit of run and everyone forgets about the fact that, you know, he's been injury prone the last few years. Um, so so that, that, that's, that's what you do if you have him on your roster. You hope he comes back and he, and he plays well for three or four weeks, which at that point you won't want to trade him. You'll just be like, well, how can I trade away 30 points? <laughs> exactly. 30 points a week. You know, when we talk about uh, people making fun of people's trades and whatever, you know, we have a lot of fun on the show talking about trades. And I don't think we've ever really, even with your trash dynasty trade offers, I don't think we've ever really called out anybody or or did it in such a way to make anybody feel bad. But we've always had fun with it when we've done it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, care, I don't take offense to it, honestly. I, I, I hope, and I hope that everyone knows it's done in a playful manner. Like I don't really. Uh, think people are stupid or anything like that because <laughs> of a bad trade offer you know I, I i just i find it amusing and it's it's all but i like on a personal level i don't you know i won't dislike a human being well that's not true i probably would like several of these people if i met them in real life that are sending me these offers but that's generally because i don't like people <laughs> uh, and i don't believe that that's not true and i do think that we have had a lot of fun on this show over the years and and i do think that it, it's fun to if you're not having fun, there's no point in doing this, you know, and I always have a lot of fun doing this with you. So, um, I guess let's, why don't we wrap this up? We do have a whole, first of all, you did one, two, three, four, five Juju Smith Schuster trades. So why don't we move all did I those? Five? I think I might've doubled. <laughs> maybe, maybe I did do five. I don't know. I don't know, I but. The same ones on here repeatedly. <laughs> maybe. We'll move those all over to the Patreon show and let, let our patrons hear all your Juju Smith moves. But for now. Oh, wait. You what? know What? What? Before we go, I just want to, we're going to have a trash dynasty trade offer since we were just talking about it. Oh. And it's going to be brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Um, go on to thrivefantasy.com. Um, use promo code DTHQ, thrivefantasy.com. Prop up, baby. Um, I forget who sent me this. But it was one of our listeners, uh, one of our patrons. And I'm sorry that I forget who sent it to me now. I think it was Eddie. What up, Eddie? And if not Eddie, uh, my apologies. Um, he uh, he has George Kittle on his roster. Uh-huh. He, he was offered a, a very big package for him, including a couple tight ends. You know, so at least that. Uh, J.J. Taylor, Darius Slayton, Anthony Ferkser, and I guess what you would call the biggest piece of this package, Cole Komet. <laughs> it sounds like somebody's trying to make roster spots available uh, to be able to pick up some of these guys we were talking about this week. <laughs> right. Like this is one of those trade offers you see in like an FFPC league, but you don't try to get George Kittle out of the guy. You're just trying to get like a third round pick because you don't want to have to cut seven people. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that's it. That is a very, 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 very bad, terrible offer. Um, whoever sent that offer should be ashamed of themselves. 
um, and should seek help immediately. I want to say this, though. When we talked about it earlier about everybody's value is different, I, I still believe that everybody's value is different, but I also believe there are some people out there that think they can slip something by somebody that is either A, not paying attention, or B, they're just like, if I throw a bunch of stuff at them, maybe they'll like one of the pieces and they'll do mm-hmm. it. Um, I do think, though, that George Kittle may fall into that same category that we were just talking about CEH a few minutes ago, where... Do you think maybe his peak value has already passed? Mm, it's an interesting topic. I think we should talk about that on the Patreon discussion. So now we're going to go to the Patreon show. Uh, we're going to go record <laughs> a show for our patrons. If you're not a patron, hit us up on you know Patreon or just go to look for Dynasty Trades HQ. You get the group meet chat. You get the bonus podcast, uncensored podcast of this Ver- the, what uncensored version of this podcast you get the group me written content all types of goody stuff it's well worth being a patron so become a patron yeah and there is some stuff on this show that the patrons gonna hear that you guys are not gonna hear including some technical difficulties that we've had for the first time ever but hey listen i had a lot of fun with you tonight um uh next week jeremy will be back holy crap do you know what next week is by the way 200th episode man 200 200 episodes that's crazy 200 do you remember the big celebration we had at 100 like we thought it was the greatest thing ever at 100 and now here we are at 200 yeah (laughs) that's it's so crazy now we're too old to to even (laughs) we don't even have the energy to celebrate what do you want to do for 200 i don't know do you want to record can we do it early like can we just that's what we're like an old married couple like i don't know whatever it is can we do it early and go to bed early like that's that's all i want to do oh my god that's so funny because at 100 we were like we had all these guests we were calling everybody we were doing all these plans you're you're so right but literally uh, yeah for, for 200 it's like i just want to stay in i'm just looking for a low-key night you know just us um let's get a pizza whatever (laughs) all right well check us out on itunes at dynasty trades hq and check us out on twitter at dynasty trades hq and we're gonna go push all these trades and talk about george kittle to our patrons so have a great night thank you so much for listening we love you all and uh say goodbye shane oh goodbye shane i'm gonna go watch the eagles get destroyed some more (laughs) bye